many of us are going to be traveling away for the holidays, driving away. For some, it's just an hour or two. Make sure that if you still have time, you probably do to get your vehicle in A1 Custom Car Care. Maybe you don't even need an oil change right away, but you will in the next few weeks or so. Go ahead, get it done early. Make sure that your car is road ready. Nothing worse than Christmas Eve and you are scrambling to find a tow truck to get your vehicle taken somewhere. Christmas Eve going to be a Sunday after all, so you're probably going to play a, pay a, a premium for that. It's just best to try to avoid all that if possible, and oftentimes routine maintenance will do it. Have it a checkup now. A1 Custom Car Care and a good Monday morning, everyone. Streaming live, Facebook Live, 1041 Nick Reed. That, thanks to Springfield Raps. And of course, we do have the app. We have ksgf.com streaming. And we're just, just about anywhere and everywhere you could possibly want us. Uh, there was uh, an incident involving a vehicle that apparently hit one of Biden's motorcade vehicles, uh, though they're saying it was an accident. Uh, it was slippery outside because it was raining. I don't I mean, it was we're not talking about interstates here, uh, but nonetheless. There is some pretty amusing audio that came out of it. We'll play that a little bit later in the program when Biden was being asked by a reporter screaming, why are you losing to Trump in the polls? And what is, to me, humorous about it is, and I, I'm not sure who's asking the question, but it almost sounds as if the the, the way it sounds is it you've got a person in the media, it's almost accusatory. Like, what are you doing wrong? Why are you losing to him? And Biden's response is, uh, those are the wrong polls. Now, I'm not sure what the right polls are. Perhaps, I, I don't know, maybe he's being shown fake polls. There really aren't any recent polls that show Biden beating Trump that I'm aware of. We continue to see poll after poll after poll, another new poll coming out showing that, once again, Trump beating Biden. It also shows in the primary, despite the establishment's excitement over Nikki Haley and telling us all that she's the one who can beat Trump, that all of the Republicans, except for Trump, have lost support. Trump continues to climb in his support. Uh, there, there is one exception. He doesn't rise in the poll or... He hasn't lost anything in the polls, and that's Asa Hutchinson, who has stayed steady at 1%. I didn't even know he was still in this thing. Apparently he is, and he's holding strong with that 1%, which is probably rounded up. Also, in the continued theme of Democrats bringing decency back to Washington, D.C. after Trump, uh, we had, of course, the gay porn situation that uh, you have a staffer uh, in the white or sorry, in in uh, one of the Senate offices. Um, I, I, I said several weeks ago, I just don't know if there's anything that they won't do. I mean, really? I don't think there's any line that is too far to cross for these people. Last week, there was the discussion of how little control Democrats seem to have over anything, particularly their own staffers. 
Uh, you see staffers writing these open letters. You see staffers marching out of the Capitol. They're always Democrats, and they are making the demands. They are demanding that the P- and they, sometimes these are interns, interns. And now you've got staffers that are shooting gay pornography inside the Senate. I, it's as if they're just a bunch of insane individuals running around with no morals, no ethics whatsoever. I, I mean, listen, we all, we're all sinners. And no individual's perfect. And no grouping of people is going to be without so-called bad apples. But it just increasingly seems with the Democrat Party that there is not, there, there's no morals whatsoever. There, there's... I mean, it's just do whatever, whenever, and then, of course, when you get caught. Guess who's the victim? This Democrat staffer is the victim and trotting out the I'm only being attacked because of of who I love. Yes, that's the problem that people have here. And apparently Biden's daughter owes thousands of dollars in income taxes that she hasn't paid. Seems to be a family trait here. A lot to cover the American Transmissions. Talk at text line 447-KSGF. Now the latest news update. Good morning, I'm Jesse Inman. Here's what's making news on your Tuesday. Parts of US 60 will close soon for nearly a week as MoDOT works to repair a sinkhole. It's the one that opened up on the westbound side of James River Freeway near Highway 65 last month. Starting September 16th through the 22nd, MoDOT says they will close that area again while crews make more repairs. Westbound lanes between 65 and Glenstone, along with both Highway 65 ramps to James River, will be closed. A Colorado woman avoided serious injury after the boat she was driving caught fire and exploded at Lake of the Ozarks over the weekend. 64-year-old Lori White was taken to a hospital with minor injuries. Highway Patrol says the boat she was driving lost power then caught fire and exploded as she tried to restart it. For Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. The first alert forecast from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny, high near 41 today, clear with a low of around 21 tonight. Mostly sunny, a high near 48 tomorrow. Wind chill values, though, uh, as low as 11 early on. Weather brought to you by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals. A traffic update, I'm Nick Reed. an error with the uh, latest news loading, so most of you probably noticed it referenced the uh, closing because of the sinkhole, so don't think that that is something that just recently happened. I don't want you to be thrown off by that, but I suspect most of you already knew that. Joe Biden's daughter owes thousands in income taxes, lean documents show. Ashley Biden owes five grand in income taxes beginning in 2015. According to a recent tax lien docket first obtained by Fox News Digital, liens are legal claims imposed by the government on a property or asset to secure unpaid taxes after repeated attempts to collect. Repeated attempts to collect. On December 1st, the Pennsylvania Department of Revenue in Philadelphia County notified Biden that the, quote, amount of such unpaid tax, interest, additions, or penalties is a lien in favor of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania upon the taxpayer's property, real, personal, or both, as the case may be. According to the notice, the period start date listed on the lien begins January 1st of 2015 when Joe Biden was vice president in the Obama administration. 
and ends January 1st, 2021, days before he was sworn in as president. Ashley Biden and her attorney did not respond to multiple requests for comments. Garrett Ziegler, the founder of nonprofit Marco Polo and former President Trump aide, told Fox News Digital, the scale is nothing like Hunter, but Joe's constantly talking about how wealthy and connected people do not pay their fair share and can't afford to pay more. And it just so happens that both of his living children did not pay their taxes. It's another example of the Bidens being careless. Like, you'd think that they would show a little bit more prudence when you're the first uh, or uh, when you're the first, when you're the American first family to make sure that you don't have any tax liens on you, especially going into an election year. Uh, this doesn't surprise me for a number of reasons, and I'm sure it doesn't surprise you either. Uh, the, the point he's making is, all right, so you've got family members that don't pay taxes, and one of your big campaign themes, not just for you, but your party, is these wealthy, spoiled tax cheats that think the rules don't apply to them and they do whatever they can to avoid paying taxes, that the least you would do is make sure that your family, particularly given that you're all interconnected financially with all these bank accounts and LLCs, that everyone had their taxes paid. Like, okay. I know that we thought I was out of public life, and so everybody just thinks, I don't have to pay taxes anymore. What do I care? I'm a Biden, and I'm a Democrat. I can do whatever I want to do. But I'm going to be running for president, so we need to just go ahead and take care of that stuff so it's not an issue. Now, you think, and I think, that that makes sense, doesn't it? But I'm telling you, when, you are a, when your life is a life that is void of any accountability. It doesn't cross your mind that you need to do those things. You and I look at so much of the things that Hunter Biden has done, for example, and we shake our heads. I mean, he left a crack pipe in a rent-a-car, left the laptop at a... at. Um, a service place beyond the amount of time uh, that was allowed. All of these videos and, th- I, and you think, how can somebody be so careless? Oh, it must be the drug use. I don't think it's the drug use. Other than the drug of complete and utter lack of accountability. I think that these are people who are allowed to get away with anything and everything that they want to get away with. I mean, look at the gun charges. One of the big questions that was asked regarding that whole situation with the, the, the firearm is why, why was it the Secret Service was involved? Why do you think? Probably to clean up his mess. It never, uh, you just lie on these federal forms. That's another area. There were two big Areas in which Biden was going to bring decency back to Washington, D.C. in terms of policy. One was to really nail people when it came to avoiding taxes and to really nail people when they lie. I mean, this was specifically regarding firearms. Biden was really going to nail people, make sure that those who lied on forms in order to obtain firearms, they got held accountable. 
these people, they, they, they get to do whatever they want to do. And you can't to some degree, if you recognize they don't have any morals, if you recognize that, that, that there, there's no moral compass other than obtaining power and punishing your enemies, uh, outside of that, you can see how it is that they, they get into this mode in which they make such what we would consider to be reckless judgments errors in judgment when your entire life you have people coming behind you to clean up your messes and when you have a media i mean imagine you 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 turn on the television you're watching news reports and you aren't thinking to yourself, man, based off these news reports, it looks like I really screwed up because you're hearing the media, or at least you see the coverage of the media talking with people you put on Scarborough and you hear that idiot Claire McCaskill on there and, and they're just defending all of this. Oh, poor Joe, poor Hunter, poor Hunter. They're just coming after him because of his addiction. Oh, poor old Joe. They're just coming after him because he loves his family. Oh, the Republicans, the only reason Republicans are doing this is because they don't have anything else to campaign on. These people live in a world in which they're constantly bombarded with the messaging that nothing that they do is wrong. They're entitled to take anything and everything they want. And anytime somebody says, actually, no, you can't do that, they're the ones who get attacked. Because they're partisan. Oh, these, these cruel Republicans trying to take political advantage of, a, uh, of somebody fighting addiction that has valiantly struggled to overcome it. And by the way, that being said, something that I haven't seen talked about a lot, and perhaps it's because it is the issue of addiction, and so people understandably are a little sensitive about that in and of itself. But everything, I, and I've not been through it, Personally, like many of you, I know people who have, or you see it portrayed. You hear discussions about it. And one of the big ones, well, you see portrayed often with, um, they, they, you know, they go around people that they've wronged, right? And they take accountability for it. This is one of the steps you see often. How, hey, listen, I'm going through these, you know, the steps. I'm, I'm recovering from addiction, and, and part of what I'm supposed to do is is to to talk to people and make amends, make amends. And I don't know, maybe different addictions. There's different steps. Does Hunter Biden look like a guy who has made amends and who has taken full accountability for everything that he's ever done? He's the opposite. So don't throw in my face. This stuff about, well, here's somebody that's just done everything he can. He's struggling so hard. And I mean, he's just, a, he's just done such a tremendous job. And he's an example for those that have overcome addiction and that are, are doing everything they can in order. Where's this accountability step? I don't buy it. Not buying it. Serve it up all you want. Here's audio. Speaking of the... This is from two years ago. 
regarding the issue of taxes and people like Hunter Biden, people like Ashley Biden, people like Lord knows how many other Bidens that just decide I don't have to pay taxes. The Biden administration wants to use the IRS to help fund the president's expansive social programs bill. They want the agency to track down $7 trillion in unpaid taxes to fund the legislation. The goal is to make wealthy Americans and businesses pay up if they have avoided paying their taxes. In order to find the funds, the administration wants banks to give more customer information to the IRS, especially if the account holder makes more than $600 worth of deposits or withdrawals annually. Now, not to get lost in this because we are specifically talking about the hypocrisy. It's not even hypocrisy. It's just the the lack of, of standards and accountability of the Bidens. But you notice in that report, again, this is from two years ago. The, the pitch is going after wealthy Americans, but it was noted in that story, anyone who either deposits or withdraws $600 collectively within a year that that's when you hear Democrats talking about, hey, I mean, we're only going to sick the IRS on rich people. 600 bucks a year. That's what they consider rich. That's those are the folks that they're targeting. But we go back to the fact that here is an administration and incidentally, Joe Biden is still saying my son didn't do anything wrong. Now, no one's arguing he did not. Decide to avoid his taxes. Everyone agrees. No one is claiming that he paid them. They're just claiming this is a political attack. But for a president who wants to sick the full force of the IRS on Americans under the guise of just those who do not pay their taxes, yet he stands up when his own son admits he doesn't pay his taxes and Joe Biden says he's very proud of him and he's done nothing wrong. Well, of course he hasn't because he's a Biden. He's a Democrat. They get to do whatever they want. And it appears as if there are numerous apples that do not fall far from the tree of lacking accountability. Because Ashley Biden now apparently owes thousands in income taxes. I suppose noting that is, once again, attacking Joe Biden simply for loving his children. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Hey, everyone, Sarah Meyer. Hey, that is me. Yeah. Why are we making weird noises? I don't know. Because it's Monday. Yeah. Monday, Monday, Monday. Now, if you're planning to hit the open road for holiday travel, time is running out to secure that short-term rental with Avis, the car rental company. So if you are going to be traveling this season, you want to take a rental car, I would give them a call today. And also, if you are planning on purchasing a new vehicle soon, maybe that is your uh, New Year's resolution, I recommend that you check out Avis's long-term rental program. Now, they created this program to bridge that gap between buying a vehicle and leasing a vehicle. It really gives you that opportunity to have a Kind of like an ultimate test drive, if you will, something that you don't get at the dealership. And uh, oftentimes, whenever you purchase a vehicle, you notice, you know, a couple months down the road, I wish I had this or I wish I had that. Uh, That happened with me. I wish I have a lot more uh, storage in my own vehicle. But 
the long-term rental program, it allows you to really test drive uh, vehicles for a longer time before you actually make that commitment. And the best part about the long-term rental program is if you get into a vehicle and you realize, you know, this is just not for me, you can swap out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. Now, if you are wanting to get that short-term rental for any type of travel you're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks, or you want more information on that long-term rental program, Swing by the Avis store. It's here in Springfield off of Fort and Sunshine. Speak to Lauren. And of course, you can find all of the contact information for Avis under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. The Santa's Angels, with the exception of just a few, we did get all of those kids in and their gifts. So I didn't know if you wanted to. uh, Yes wrap that up on air with everyone yes i appreciate every single person who has helped participate in our santa's angels this year um even if you didn't necessarily adopt a kid if you shared one of our social media posts and got the word out if you gave us donations if you dropped off uh wrapping paper or gift bags uh if you did adopt one of those kids Thank you, thank you, thank you. We truly appreciate it. This program is one of the most um, rewarding and heartfelt experiences that one can receive. And it's just a good feeling. Turn that audio off while I'm talking. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry, I have a lot going on over here. (laughs) Yeah, you do. But it is. It's such a heartwarming feeling, too. Uh, We have this, like, back room that's just kind of an extra place for events like this. And it is so amazing to see just hundreds of gifts fill that room and i think it took like three truckloads to get all of the presents dropped off this year so uh just once again thank you to everyone who participated and thank you to our tree locations as well uh that was a1 custom car care off of west sunset uh anchor tactical supply off of campbell green county freight and food sales off of west carney and uh, crown power and equipment off of uh, Chestnut Expressway. So thank you all for who participated and thank you to those tree locations. Yes, indeed. Thank you so very much. Appreciate it uh, greatly. One of the issues that Trump has mentioned out while campaigning is repealing Obamacare. And as you know, this is something that was on the verge of occurring until John McCain famously gave the thumbs down and you could hear audible gasps within the Senate when that happened. At the last minute, the former Republican presidential candidate jumped in to save Obamacare. This after the Republican Party once again telling voters, trust us, put us in power, and we will repeal it. A party that, for whatever reason, seems to lack an understanding as to why voters are less and less likely to believe them when they say, put us in power and here's what we'll do. Now, to their credit, it almost was done, but here, you know, you got John McCain and John McCain, by the way, this wasn't a situation in which the Republican Party expressed great outrage. The Republican Party... uh, made sure that everyone understood that John McCain betrayed the word of the Republican Party and that he was responsible for this betrayal and the continuation of diminishing health care system in this country. Instead, they just were like, oh, boy, that's amazing. We don't know why that happened. And then go on uh, pretending as if he's one of the great Republicans of our time. So 
what you have now, Trump talking about, which, of course, it, clearly it's been demonstrated he can't he's got to get Republicans to to do it for him to sign it. But this is something that he has campaigned on. And he's talked about. Trump doubling down on his remarks, saying, we had a couple of Republican senators who campaigned for six years against it and then raised their hands not to terminate it. It was a low point for the Republican Party, but we should never give up, he wrote on Truth Social, saying that Obamacare sucks. Most of social media agreed. That being said, you have now, you've got the Biden campaign. They are taking the position as they are on pretty much everything that they fail at, and that is claiming it's a great success. So you've got Obama and you have Biden in another cringeworthy TikTok video touting Obamacare or Biden care, if you want to call it that. Hey, President Biden, is Obamacare still a thing? Is it still a thing? Yes. Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, Biden care, whatever you call it, yes, it is still a thing. The other side's been trying to repeal it every year since it's existed, but will keep fighting to protect it. Not just protect it, but expand it, saving millions of dollars for working families, recovering more people than ever. Just go to healthcare.gov to learn more. Yeah, it's still a BFD. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. It's hilarious. Skyrocketing healthcare costs. People losing their doctors, rural hospitals closing. Uh, just hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Oh, it's a BFD. Oh. <laughs> Clarence Thomas, there was a, a documentary. Uh, in his words, I, I think, I, I forget the the name of it, but it was a great documentary and it is about his growing up and his formative years and being a young college student that was essentially a left-wing activist, but then realizing which party actually treated all people, including people of color with dignity, as opposed to seeing them as pawns. One of the subject matters he he talks about is socialism and and he notes that the the problem with socialism is you you get these people like biden and obama and these others in positions of power and they come up with these ideas obamacare for example and the, the, the problem, as it was noted by Clarence Thomas, with situations like this and people in power just having these little clever ideas that they think will work, is when they don't, real people suffer. Real people really suffer. And it doesn't impact those who do the tinkering. It's just kind of fun little experimentation. And if it doesn't work, of course, you either ignore it, claim it did work, or you blame the political opposition for it not working, and you go out and you raise all your money and you convince people that you need to be put in power again. Meanwhile, real people, I mean, look at Binomics. Look at the suffering going on in this country. 
This is what Clarence Thomas was, was talking about. You get these people and they just have these ideas and it, it, whether it's based in a genuine belief that these plans are going to somehow, I mean, it's just atrocious. You think about the absurdity of it, that something that's never been done before, and that is somebody in power micromanaging the economy or some aspect of the economy. And, and the, you know, Joe Biden is the one who's going to figure out how to do it. It's never worked before. Having government try and micromanage the economy or government run a healthcare system, it's never worked before. In every instance it's ever been attempted, it has made things worse. But Joe Biden is the one brilliant mind that somehow is going to figure it out. Or Barack Obama was the brilliant mind collectively with all of those Democrats at that time. They, they figured out what no minds have ever been able to figure out. Real people suffer because of their fun little experiments. The healthcare industry has diminished greatly, as predicted, since the implementation of Obamacare. Again, every promise that they made has not only not come true, but the opposite has occurred. Costs continue to skyrocket. The only way that they can possibly try and create or you know, point to some scenario in which it's gotten, quote, cheaper, is to rig the system, to rig the numbers. It doesn't actually make it cheaper. It is still more expensive, but they'll subsidize somebody over here with your dollars over here, and they go, well, look, it's cheaper for that person, so we win. You have medical professionals fleeing the industry. You, so you've got shortages. And of course, you know, uh, along with Obamacare, you had the government's response to COVID, which just once again demonstrated what happens when you have government step in and try to manage these things and dictate these industries. We were told that the emergency uh, this is one of my favorite ones. Once Obamacare gets passed, you'll never have to really wait in an emergency room again. The reason that emergency rooms are overcrowded because people don't have health care. And that's the only way that they can get any sort of coverages to go into an emergency room for even the sniffles, for the flu, whatever it may be. But with Obamacare, oh, everyone's going to have health coverage. And so no one will need to do that any longer. Everyone will just make appointments with their doctors, which means there'll be need for more doctors, which oh, we're going to have more doctors, and those wait times will be even lessened. You been to an emergency room lately? Emergency room wait times have gone up. The amount of time it takes to see your doctor has gone up. Oh, this was going to save rural hospitals. We'll see those shutting down left and right. Not to mention the, you get to keep your doctor if you like your doctor. You get to keep your insurance if you like your insurance. 
Is there anything anyone can point to that says Obamacare is a success? So, of course, in true fashion, what do they do? Just like everything else that is a miserable failure in which real people suffer, they claim it was a great success. Just like Afghanistan was a tremendous success. The Inflation Reduction Act was a tremendous success. Our economy is one of the best that we've ever had, we're told. Stronger than ever. You just don't understand it. NBC News has a report out saying that, oh, all of you, the crime is not a problem at all. That's just in your head. The border's more secure than it's ever been. Sure. So let's throw in Obamacare. Obamacare has been a tremendous success. Your health care is better than it's ever been in your entire life. In fact, we want to, I mean, frighteningly, yet it's just, again, absurd at the same time. They actually say we want to do more of it. That's what that, that TikTok between or with Obama and Biden. Oh, yeah, it's been a success, and we're going to build on it. Well, lucky all of us. So we're going to build on longer wait times to see your doctor. We're going to build on shortages of medical professionals. We're going to build upon longer wait times in the emergency room. We're going to build upon skyrocketing premiums. Oh, I don't know about you, but I can't wait. The problem with allowing, and we, we do this to ourselves because we love the idea of somebody coming along as a snake oil salesman and telling us, oh, I've got the magic elixir right here. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. You know, they used to move from town to town because after a period of time, people would realize they were being sold crap. And they were spending their money on remedies that did not work. And people would catch on, so they'd get that wagon, and they'd move to another community. That was before the internet. One town did not necessarily know what was happening in the other town. The sad reflection of where we are today is we have the benefit of recognizing the snake oil. But we also unfortunately have a culture that has over time crafted generation after generation after generation of people that do not think that are frankly in some instances demonstrating they are incapable of thinking and so it does not matter how bad they make it. All they have to do is promise you more free treats and tell you those people over there, oh boy, they're going to take away your health care. Do away with Obamacare? What I would give. I mean, this is what Republic. It's so easy to scare people and then you get the media on your side. If, if, and, and frankly, I don't think Republicans even want this fight because they're afraid they'll look bad. Just show the prices. 
Just show the prices pre-Obamacare versus today. And I'm not talking about, you know, you can, of course, cherry pick. Again, you force some people to subsidize someone else's and you find this guy over here is like, well, I went. It only cost me $10 to do this. The cost of the procedures themselves, the cost, not what, after fixing the system to create a cherry picked scenario uh, can demonstrate, but the actual cost overall and what it was before, what is the wait times, what they were before, what they were after, the number of rural hospitals, what they were pre-Obamacare versus post-Obamacare. So, oh, is it really such a bad thing to go back to the way it was before Obamacare? Because that's what they want you to believe. They want more of all of this. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. I'm going to get some of your text messages regarding Obamacare right now. The Trump has talked about how, listen, we need to get rid of Obamacare. It's something he did talk about before um, establishment Republicans primarily John McCain saved it. And so the response from the Biden campaign is to send out TikTok videos telling you how wonderful and how much better your health care is today before Obamacare. And they want to do more of what they have turned it into, which is just fantastic news for all of us. But before the text messages, another area, of course, we're hearing so much about crime and we're being told that that's not bad. It's all it's all in your head. NBC News had a report. Over the last uh, few days, the you know, downplaying NBC News story tells Americans that you are wrong to think crime is rising. Blame it on conditioning. Okay. There was a story, one of the new, local news outlets, and it was you know, uh, Postal Service and Police Department give tips when it comes to having packages delivered. Because this is, I mean, people just, they have no... No qualms about stealing stuff off of your front porch. And best I can tell when it comes to a lot of the ring cameras or whatever these other devices are, it doesn't stop it from happening. It just allows you to watch it happen. And so they, among other things, recommend, well, just be home. Make sure somebody's home. Well, we can't all do that. And I'm telling you something that we did, and while it's not anything that I've used to the degree some of you will because uh, we don't get packages delivered as much, but I know some of you for your home businesses, getting those packages delivered is your lifeline. And with Green County Garage Doors, we had a new garage door opener installed that has a camera on it, but not only a camera, but it has this feature where when you have something delivered from Amazon, when you check out in Amazon, there's, you know, you, you could pick up, deliver, you choose your different delivery options. And there is an option when you have the sort of garage door opener that I had Green County Garage Doors install for me that you you pick that option. And whenever they come to deliver it, they have a code of some sorts that allows them to open your garage door. It records the entire thing. Then they can put the package inside your garage and then they close it. And then it stops recording after that is finished. Now, some people at first may think, well, I don't know if I'm comfortable with somebody coming. It's all recorded, every single bit of it. And so if you are somebody that you know, has had this problem before, or again, some of you, you know, every day you're receiving packages and it's important to your business, I cannot recommend enough this as an option for you to look at. Because even if you are home, you know that people will still steal these things off your front porch. To learn more, 
Just go to ksgf.com under Nick's endorsements, Green County Garage Doors, or greencountygaragedoors.com. Some of your text messages. Don't forget another success of Obamacare. Millions of veterans were promised TRICARE for life if they retire, but then it get to the point to find out that now we have to buy it. It's a lost benefit sold on lies. Another saying that it takes several months for me to get an appointment. My provider actually encourages going to urgent care. I, I, I don't know. I mean, again, to the point I was making earlier with Clarence Thomas talking about how real people suffer when you get these elites in power and they don't get impacted by this stuff. Do you think a single elected official who voted for Obamacare, who's still out there telling you that Obamacare is good, do you think they've been impacted by it? Again, when you are uber wealthy, you can afford to push liberal policies because they don't affect you like they do the rest of us. When you are an Elizabeth Warren, a Barack Obama, a, a, a Barack or a, a Joe Biden, Obamacare, that has not made a bit of difference in their lives. They're not waiting in emergency rooms four, five, six times longer because of Obamacare. They're not losing their doctors because of Obamacare. They're not worried about their insurance premiums because of Obamacare. They're immune from all that stuff. And until uh, Americans wake up, as I know many of you, but there needs to be enough of them who care enough to not get screwed over that they start paying attention, and stop supporting people who screw them over. Screw all of us over. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. UFC fight over the weekend. I don't know why it just cracks me up that increasingly Kid Rock is hanging out with Donald Trump. I, it, it, every one of these fights, and I don't know, perhaps elsewhere, maybe it's more in my mind than anything else you see these events and they're right in tow you've got kid rock and here's a fight i believe it was over the weekend friday or over the weekend and who is in the building This year, and he is out to support the former interim champion Colby Covington tonight against Leon Edwards in our UFC Welterweight Championship main event. All right, so that was Saturday, and once again, you, you just look at the difference in the crowds of support, and it's one of the great frustrations for the elites that you just have normal people, not elites, not radicals, just normal people. And how frustrating it must be, especially for the other Republicans to see that. I think, hey, let's watch the fight. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, of course. Traffic update. I'm Nick Reed.